Podcast Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed. I said, give me the hell yeah! Hey, this is Veda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. watching and listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C and Ro Moran, the OG crew, checking in for another Thursday live stream. Wala pa rin si Rowan ASH because he's got school. And Chino is going to be abroad for the uh, foreseeable future because of unforeseen circumstances. So, magaling na siya. He's now COVID-free. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. you know, due to circumstances out of his control, hindi mo siya makakawi. Um, bahala na siya kung gusto niya i-share on Twitter and on Instagram kung ano yung nangyari sa kanya. Pero... Uh, if you wanna say hi to Chino, kamusta niyo siya? Because based on his latest Instagram story, parang nangungulila na rin siya. Namimiss niya na rin ang Pinas. So hit yeah. him up at Chino Supersized, right? Keep him company since medyo nakakabato rin naman na unforeseen yung kanyang extended stay dun sa kanyang kinalalagyan ngayon. Uh, but for now, we have a lot to talk about. We gotta start local and we gotta congratulate our boy Ro here who has made his return to local wrestling as the color commentator for MWF. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you. Uh... Yeah, it's really nice. Uh, actually, I, I didn't. I never thought that I would be doing this. Like you know, what uh, Stan asked me to audition for WWE then the same time he did, and I, I once told him that it wasn't my dream to be a commentator. But now I have eaten those words, and masaya pala siya. Masaya pala siya. And I am pretty happy uh, lending a new talent to MWF. Uh, I think they're pretty uh, well-stocked in the wrestling department. When I'm in the bodies there, they got some of the old uh, pioneers, if you will, some of the new blood. And uh, I would like to help out in a different way that they asked me to help out in. So I'm pretty happy about this. Please, please support the show. Uh, on Gank, it is ganknow.com slash Manila Wrestling Fed. It is only $10 or only 540 pesos on Gcash for 100 Gank coins. That's per month though, but that is a good investment because you are helping literally to invest and support in local wrestling. If So if you have missed local wrestling, if you have missed watching local products, uh, this is the way to do it. This is the, the way to get that off the ground after a long layoff due to the pandemic and keep the dream alive for a whole lot of people. Yeah, so now you guys know kung bakit pinaplug ni Ro yung gang for quite some time here on the podcast. Shempre, uh, I knew, but I didn't want to uh, let the cat out of the bag prematurely. So I'm glad na nobody really spoiled it on the interwebs. <laughs> I kind of did. I almost did. Napagalitan ako, actually. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so you don't know. So that means uh, it was nipped in the bud pretty effectively. So, okay, good job. Yeah, so uh, I almost kind of spoiled it. But I... Tried to be as vague as I possibly could, pero nagalit parin sa da. And buti na lang na they had me take it down because the effect is maximized after uh, debuting on this week's episode. Yeah, yeah. So yun, I'm really excited for our friends who are getting their uh, reps in again in local wrestling. It's nice to see that 2022 at least has this for us in spite of the shitstorm that's just. Uh, Unwrapping uh, uh, all around us, right? So, ayun, um, it's nice na meron tayong konting consuelo in the form of the local scene. So, you know, for people like Glendale who've been asking how we are, we're trying to get by, just surviving one day at a time, trying to find ways to really uh, find some fun, find some joy. And uh, for Ro here, it is by 
being back in the local scene as a color commentator. Any takeaway mo from your first experience calling these shows uh, in the year of our Lord 2022? It is a whole bunch of give and take. Pero I, I you know, watching a ton of wrestling kind of prepares you for uh, for the job. Like, we've done it before. We've tried to do it before when PWR tried to uh, get some commentary or get some online videos off the ground with commentary. Uh, you've done it more than I have, but we've tried it together. And I can say that it wasn't very different from w- when we first tried to do it. So uh, it's just really telling the story of what you see right in front of you in the ring and making sure that the people who will be watching at home can follow along. Yeah, so yun, um, if you want to uh, experience yung MWF mismo with uh, Sunny and Ro doing commentary, go check them out on Gank. Uh, like Ro said, it's just $10 a month. Meron din mga bundles doon. Oh, nag-subscribe din ako uh, as my way of showing support for my friends and for the local scene. So uh, go support um, the local scene by checking out MWF. All right. Uh, another way that you can support, uh, show support for the local scene is by supporting the podcast. If you love what we do here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, then you can check out our growing patron community and be a part of it. Yeah, manaming so support guys is atasa yung taxi. So uh, we got to get that bag somehow. So if you are, so we have a viewing party for uh, Double or Nothing coming this Monday. It's going to be a long card. We're going to be predicting it later. But if you want to be a part of that live viewing experience, uh, watching it with friends, doing some banter with friends while uh, passing the morning watching wrestling, all you got to do is subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. For as low as 250 pesos a month, you get access to our Discord community where we do that. Where we talk about wrestling and sports and other stuff that comes our way. Uh, get exclusive review content for TV shows, pay-per-views, and events. Uh, Rowan is uh, currently in the middle of doing or reviewing MWF uh, shows on Gank so uh, to entice you further. And uh, when we come out with merch, you will be first in line to get a free sample of our merch line na sana matuloy na kasi uh, matagal na namin in-approve yun. But anyway, uh, again, all of that good stuff for as low as 250 pesos a month. Patreon.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The link is in chat. Thank you, Admin Jackie. Thank you, Admin Jackie. Uh, let's say what's up to our friend with the foreign letters in uh, their Facebook name na stuck in the middle of Shaw traffic. I feel si Alan you. yan, I believe. Si ah, Alan. Si Alan ba yan? Oh, okay. si Alan. What's up, Alan? Um, I remember being stuck in the middle of Shaw traffic at this very time, so it is not good. So thank you for keeping us in the background as you make your way home. All right, let's talk about wrestling. Let's start. Uh, let's start with our first bit of news, and it concerns Sasha Banks and Naomi once again. So in the time since our last live stream, they have been stripped of the women's tag team championships, and there will be an upcoming tournament to determine the new champions. Hindi pa natin alam kung sino makalahok dun sa tournament. Hindi pa na announce. Uh, there are rumors that NXT superstars will be called up for this tournament. Uh, but again, nothing is set in stone. And according to the WWE, Sasha and Naomi have also been indefinitely suspended. Yeah, people have been doubling down. The WWE has been doubling down on this. Uh, they've had Michael Cole uh, read out this statement. Pretty much putting the blame on everything, uh, of everything on Sasha and Naomi. So uh, it's going to get worse before it gets better. I've been listening to podcasts around uh, the wrestling world. I've heard some arguments for Sasha and Naomi. I've heard some arguments against Sasha and Naomi. All I'm going to say is it's really weird for a lot of people to... uh, go to bat for WWE management and then turn around and complain about bad storytelling. I, I know you're not going to say anything about this, but uh, it's really weird that people will still cape for the company despite not liking what they have to offer. And just because there was, what, a touch of unprofessionalism? Just because uh, uh, you wouldn't, or they did what you wouldn't want your coworkers to do to you? So it's just a startling lack of solidarity among the working class. So I'm looking at some of the commentary online and dating back to last week pa when this whole issue began, uh, last week, Monday, U.S. time, si Corey Graves yung unang tinira ng wrestling community on Twitter. 
because of the way that uh, he talked about the Sasha and Naomi issue. And then when Michael Cole delivered the statement that he had to deliver on SmackDown, people were juxtaposing the delivery of Michael Cole, his language, vis-a-vis uh, -vis the way that Corey Graves delivered his. So I, I can't really make too much sense of why people are even making a big deal out of it. Because si Corey Graves, he channels his heel persona very anti-Sasha Banks. Because that's how it's in kayfabe. Whereas si Michael Cole, the language niya was very, Sasha and Naomi let us down, they disappointed us. Those were the words that we heard on SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, well, ano lang, uh, I am one of the 15 million that was not let down by uh, Sasha and Naomi. So I'm sure a lot of you here are also not let down by them. So it's a very, it's a very uh, pro-company stance that uh, Michael Cole had to say. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if those were his real feelings as well. Because as we mentioned last week, uh, there wasn't a lot of sympathy for them, but just because, again, walang solidarity against the the pretty bad corporate machine, if you will. Oh, what I will say is, if I were in that position, since trabaho ko to be on the headset and to be, I guess, in that situation, the voice of the company, you can't blame then somebody like Corey Graves or Michael Cole to be saying the things that they're literally being paid to say you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't i don't know I, I don't i don't take that against them because yeah and to go against your your job but uh sana sana lang yung totoong feelings deep down sana there is some understanding and sympathy for for them because um it's it's a bad spot um it's just uh, a really bad spot that nobody in wrestling or very few people in wrestling want to be up in want to find themselves in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I, I have more thoughts on this, but like I, I don't want to get into them just because yeah, I'm afraid yeah. oh, of yeah. the kind of words it might open. Because understandable, naman, that you're also uh, protecting your job. That's fine. Totally fine. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Glendale, I don't know what Bill DeMott said. I don't think I want to know because Bill DeMott is pretty much not so credible at this point in wrestling history after everything he's been through. Uh, I don't know why we still listen to Bill DeMott. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, Glendale, let's listen to other sources. Na lang siguro para, ano. uh, we, we don't give problematic personalities too big of a platform, yeah? All right, um, let's go to WWE programming, like actual programming, and talk about the Usos. Because over the weekend, they unified the WWE Tag Team Championship. So now they are officially the undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions. And uh, there is a report that came out that says that uh, reportedly tapos na raw yung brand split. We're going to talk about that in the audio-only version of the podcast. But... Let's break down the Usos winning the tag team championships here. What does this mean for WWE programming? Now you have Roman, you have the entire bloodline basically with two sets of championships each. Uh, it is more uh, more backing into the corner of the bloodline. Uh, the rumors we have been getting have been either false from the get go or talagang last minute bad decisions that Vince had to make because. Way to get from point A to point B, right? Uh, there is a point B because um, it's all very obvious at this point that uh, the the next feud for the uh, for the UU Championship is Roman Reigns versus Riddle. I say Riddle has been the one making statements. He called Roman a tribal piece of trash on Raw this Monday, so you can tell from that. Show you next in line. So they sacrifice the tag team championships for this, and they pretty much did what they wanted to do or what they originally planned to do with Sasha and Naomi. And uh, that goes to show you what they think of a tag team or what Vince thinks of a tag team championship, and uh, kind of kind of puts into perspective why Sasha left in the first place. But anyway, that's digressing too much. Well, um, uh, it's just them just again really not knowing what else to do because they put themselves in that spot uh they brought up the whole unification thing first for the singles championships then for the tag team championships and 
I guess it would have been too much of a cop out if it ended in DQ or or count out in a way that would uh, that would not end up unifying the championships, diba? Right? Yeah, counterpoint lang, like something I just literally thought of seconds ago. What this? Uh, how, how is this different from when Sasha and Bailey had all the championships on the main roster? Uh, first of all. They had the Raw and the SmackDown Women's Championship, right? Yeah, yeah. That was um, Women's Tag Team Championships. The tag team they had everything, The Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships were at least split among the two of them. So you can still compete for the Raw Championship, and then you can still compete for the SmackDown Women's Championship, and you could still pretty much compete for them as separate singles championships. At Donkey Roman, uh, you don't know where the where both championships end because they're all just one championship. And uh, if you challenge Roman, is it for one championship or is it for both championships? If you challenge the Usos, um, is it for both sets of championships? Or if you're a Raw superstar, if you're a Raw tag team, if you challenge the Usos, is it for the Raw tag team championships or is it for both? Uh, Those questions haven't been answered just yet. And my guess is that it's going to be for both sets. I wonder what uh, the networks think. I, I don't even want to go down that rabbit hole, but I wonder what they think. Because uh, you know, all the champions are being consolidated now, right? And um, Alan says, now, good thing now there's no female superstar in the bloodline because they might uh, unify those championships as well. But given that Ronda Rousey has the SmackDown Women's Championship, I don't think that they're going to compromise Bianca's story or Ronda's story to just unify that. So I guess in a way, it's a good thing that Naomi hasn't been subsumed into the bloodline i don't think they were gonna uh unify those championships because there is more money in uh there there is a little bit more depth in the women's divisions of both brands so you can still prop up both divisions with these big stars and uh i don't think it would have been a good business sense to merge them and you know uh, pretend that everything is one big giant women's division. Ako bilang fan ng brand split, I I do hope na uh, mas split apart pa rin yung championships per brand. Like you'll still have your Raw and SmackDown tag champs the same way you'll have your WWE and Universal championships. Just because. I don't know. I like the competition. I like having more champions around. And you still have the potential to tell more stories when you have more titles on the line. So I'm hoping that that's the direction in which they go. I mean, wala, hindi pa naman sila talaga na merge into just one belt, diba? Uh, unlike in, was it 2014 when it just became one championship? Yeah, we'll talk about this later. But I don't think it is over. The brand split is over just yet. So um, it's easy to make that observation when you see Sami Zayn and the Uso showing up on Raw. But uh, it's just them. It's not everyone else. It's not like you're seeing Ricochet challenge uh, Austin Theory for uh, a unification match. So uh, I think some of these rumors are jumping the guns. We'll talk about it again later. But there is no reason to worry, to really worry just yet. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're talking about AEW Double or Nothing 2022. Good old JR calls it their biggest show of the year, which all but confirms that that is their equivalent of WrestleMania. But first, let's tell you about how you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Lazada. Right, guys. So as you know, there's always a deal happening on Lazada. So I think the next deal is 6-6. So if you are getting anything that you want and need, hashtag Nasa Lazada. And all you got to do is... Uh, Use our affiliate link to support the podcast with your online shopping. It is podlink.co slash IAM. Podlink.co slash the letters IAM. Type that in your mobile browser, add to cart and check out from the app. And what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Let's get to some shout outs over on Kumu. Thank you to everyone who has joined us on Kumu. Uh, no one has commented just yet. So, guys, uh, please send us stickers, halo halo, scramble, whatever else have you. And but thank you to everyone who is here on Kumu right now. Uh, Say hey to Joel Nakuman24 for following us. Thank you, Madam Salamat. Uh, 
Thank you. Please keep smashing those hearts. You guys have done it. And let everyone on Kumu know that you like wrestling talk here on the platform. All right. Uh, Diko gets bakit yung comment section natin na puno na tuloy ng fantasy matchups na gimmick versus gimmick. Because Diko, they want me, no, because they want me to do uh, Sandata versus Romeo Moran, and uh, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this now. I forgot to mention this at the top of the show when we were talking about this. I will not be wrestling uh, for MWF anytime soon, so you can put those weird fantasy matchups to rest. Uh, it's not <laughs> happening. Uh, maybe I'll explain one day, but right now commentary is the role I, w- I will be doing. Yeah, and uh, sa man sabi na MSG takeover, that's not happening din muna in the meantime. So yeah, let's just put that to bed for now, right? Okay, uh, let's talk about Double or Nothing, which is happening on Monday Manila time. And ngayon palang medyo na mom problema na reported is AEW because uh, TK is kind of anxious over the possibility of Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Finals. So that's between the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat, which is also scheduled to happen ng prime time Monday morning sa Philippine time. Uh, the reason for this is because that airs on TNT. And I think that should affect the buy-in. Huh? Uh, the buy-in? It's on pay-per-view yes, anyway. Yes. I mean, it's not like uh, the, it's being shown on TV. So it if there is a Game 7, then it shouldn't matter. I mean, it's the buy-in. The buy-in is Hookhausen and Tony Nese. <laughs> Ang sinasabi ni TK is he doesn't want uh, any opposition talaga for his entire card. Okay. That's what I read in the report kanina. It's basketball though. I mean, like... I'm not sure. Kasi I, I was reading uh, ratings reports this week and NXT's ratings apparently were affected by the NBA playoffs. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but that's NXT and NXT isn't drawing big numbers anyway. Um, it's a pay-per-view. I mean... I don't know. I I don't understand why he is super anxious about this. Because if you buy a pay per view, then I think that signals your commitment to really watch the show. Um, if you're not going to watch the show, then you're not going to buy the pay per view. I I'm pretty sure that if you have made the decision to purchase the pay per view, nika mo naman basketball. I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, sabi ni Alan, ano, di raw kailangan ni TK mag-alala kasi mananalo naman yung Celtics uh, by Saturday. Sana, sana. Uh, if they finish it in Game 6, then AEW's got nothing to worry about in terms of the East Finals. Alright, uh, let's go through the card and let's predict some matches. Let's start with the buy-in. Hookhausen versus Tony Nese and Smart Mark Sterling. I think this was pretty obvious. Yeah. Uh, Hookhausen is pretty popular. So, I don't know who else thinks Hookhausen isn't going to win. Yeah. Uh, you know, Hook has been getting quite a push right now. So it would kind of be weird if he lost to this team of all teams, Tony Nese and Mark Sterling, which not to, like um, dump on them or whatever, but like they're not exactly your world tag team champions. So, so yeah, let's go to the next match. This is the TBS Championship, which just officially got announced over the weekend. It's Jade Cargill versus Anna Jay. Anna Jay's not going to be the one to defeat Jade Cargill's undefeated streak, no? Uh, no, this is going to be a good match because uh, the first Jade Cargill versus Anna Jay match was really good. But I have no idea why they put this match on. I guess it's to just put Jade on the card. But uh, I know this is the AEW WrestleMania, but it was really going great when they weren't trying to put everyone on the card. So uh, at this point, Unless they pull off Miracle, I don't think it's going to happen, though. Jade is going to retain the championship in a pretty much pointless matchup on the pay-per-view. Okay, let's pause for a minute to predictions and talk about how this is a very very loaded card. Uh, there are 11 matches if you count yung buy-in uh, bouts. So uh, what, what can you say about how bloated this card is? And you don't have Darby on the card yet. You don't have Sammy Guevara, who is uh, Sammy Guevara, Scorpio Sky, who's TNT champion, by the way, in an announced match to date. Yeah, uh, it is really bad. Um, I don't know. I, I do know what TK is thinking. He wants everyone to make it the best show possible. But the fact is, you have to learn the lesson that you don't need everyone on the show to make it the best show possible. In fact, the more people you put on the show makes it even worse because hey, that's a lot of wrestling to process for everyone. And I don't care what you say. 
I don't care if you're a big fan. Uh, nobody likes a lot of wrestling. And that's why the one day WrestleMania became two days. Right? So yeah. I predict this show getting some poorer than you, not the much poorer, but poorer than usual reviews because of its sheer massive humanity. Hindi ba yung all out and revolution parang ganito rin kadami yung matches? Tama ba? No. Not, walang umabot ng 10 or 11. Okay. Okay. Uh, Roman J says 5 hours na yung pay-per-view ng AEW. Yeah. Kasi 7 a.m. Manila time yung uh, advertised start time ng buy-in. Oh boy. And then tuloy-tuloy yan hanggang tanghali. <laughs> so, oh. so mga gusto manood, mag-leave na lang kayo kasi sure kain na kain na yung buong umaga mo. Diba? Jesus Christ. I, I I wasn't even sure. I didn't I didn't even know that. I thought we were starting at nine or eight. No, but, uh, dude. Main card is at eight a.m. <laughs> oh, the main card. Oh, main card is at eight. Oh, so buy-in buy seven. At, so same same time, parin. Yeah, uh, it, it's bound to end at at noon, parin, because that's really how AEW does their shows. About Julian's right. It is exhausting, and diba, Um, for those of you who remember the types of uh, shows we used to put together in sa PWR. Even locally, the five-hour shows are super exhausting. Just objectively, nakakapagod whether you're backstage, you're a performer, or you're a fan. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some of these matches better be short because I don't want to go. I don't want a repeat of early AEW where everyone had to do a long match or uh, a decently length, decently long match. So, uh, like. Uh, Jade versus Anna Jay, for example, should be less than 10 minutes for all things considered, all purpose, for all intents and purposes. Uh, I mean, since you said that, let's bring in this next match. Because can you honestly tell me that the Young Bucks versus the Hardys will be a short match? No, but this one is going to be, uh, this is one, is one of their marquee matches. Because uh, this one, they've been building up for quite a while. And uh, it's probably going to be in the 10 to 15 minute mark I say it's it's the hardies they're not that young anymore yeah and uh i'm sure uh in a ma in a, in a card with 10 or 11 matches some sacrifices have to be made mm -hmm. uh this is a dream match especially for those of us who remember the hardies talaga in their prime as uh as tag team specialists so are the are the young bucks gonna go over here, or will they give the Hardys the win, Muna, and turn it into a story? Uh, the thing about AWSA is when they do things, they leave it at this point. So uh, I don't think it's gonna be a story after this, unless I go play next pay per view. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think this is gonna be where it ends, and uh, the young bucks are probably gonna win, or I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm excited for the match. Uh, I'm excited for the match. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to crap on it or anything. I'm just saying that it's not going to be short, especially not this match given the people involved. Lang, right? What is what yeah, is short to you? Like what what what, what is uh, Samoa what is Joe choking match? out Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania 35 is short. Ah, okay. That, that's that's uh, simply All I'm saying short to me because is around what. Uh, eight to ten minutes. Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, Seamus Riddle from thirty-seven. That, yeah, that exactly. was short. Yeah, oh, yeah. lang. Uh, well, I I would like to see a Samoa Joe Rey Mysterio type of match though at Double or Nothing, just because of the sheer amount of matches on that card. Sobrang dami. Eh. Uh, let's go to the next one. Ito, six man tag Death Triangle versus House of Black. This should be short-ish, and uh, I picked the House of Black because uh, the House of Black is still getting a push. And Phoenix is Phoenix is nice to have back, but I don't think uh, one has to win, and I don't think they're beating the House of Black anytime soon. Um, I want to ask about Julia Hart here because I I don't understand why that turn hasn't happened yet. Well, that uh, it's put on the back burner. Uh, they haven't mentioned Julia Hart in a bit. Uh, the Varsity Blondes came out on dark elevation without her and she's nowhere to be found. So I think they are delaying that for the future. I hope uh, she's not injured because that could also be a reason about why she's not bench muna siya. So yeah, uh, Roman J says yung predictions are already na. Yeah, I feel you. Um, so yeah, let's go to the next one. Still part of our first half. MJF and Wardlow. Ito. Uh, if Wardlow wins, 
he will be granted his release from his contract with MJF. So presumably he'll be an AEW star. Now. And if MJF wins, Wardlow's permanently banned from signing with AEW. Wardlow has to win here, right? Yeah, Wardlow has to win. Uh, and it means MJF would take another loss on pay-per-view. But he's been building up his opponents so well that the loss, the losses are pretty much justified. And if you're not building up Wardlow to be his own guy and to be a new star in AEW, then what what are, what the hell are we doing here? Eto, what if this one ends like how Joe choked Ray out? Talasar, oh no, I don't. Na na MJF just gets hit with a powerbomb symphony in like a minute. Yeah, tapos na. Yeah, I don't mind that. Would that be satisfying? Um, yeah, uh, people love the powerbomb symphony spot. I don't think they are really. Uh, paying to watch MJF wrestle a good match. I think they're just really in it to see Wardlow win after all the abuse he's taken over the past few weeks. At this point, um, you just want the satisfaction of getting the Wardlow moment. Right, right. So, Sabi Lance, uh, five minutes of power bombs. Uh, yeah, I, I would love to see just the power bomb symphony and then good snapo. Right, let's round out the first half here with the anarchy in the arena match between the Jericho Appreciation Society and the super team of the Blackpool Combat Club, Proud and Powerful, and Eddie Kingston. Okay, this is a hard to predict. What can we expect here, Muna, from anarchy in the arena? Ano is this just like a rebrand of Stadium Stampede? No, Stadium Stampede is a cinematic thing where they re- literally ran around the stadium and doing crazy spots. Eto, this is just violence in the immediate vicinity. I think it's just a no, it's just a 10-man no DQ match. 10-man Texas tornado. Oh, baha baha. Finico, I know. And because of that, I it's probably gonna be a little short. Because how how long can you really go with 10 guys? I mean, Stadium Stampede used to run for like half an hour. Yeah, but also because they were cramming in a whole bunch of spots around the arena. bingo <laughs> card. Like, will Jericho bust out a fireball? Will anyone bleed? You know, shit like that. Uh, hmm. I, think, I think the JAS is winning this one because they are the team that needs to prove themselves. Uh, the ragtag team of the faces aren't really completely on the same page. Kaya mm. okay lang sa akin na matalo sila. Uh, it would prove that you know they really just are they really just are a ragtag team put together for the purposes of this match. And I think the real blow off for Kingston and Jericho and whoever will be just them or a Kings another big Kingston versus Jericho match. I think to add to that, mas kailangan ng Jericho Appreciation Society yung win because you need to build up sina Daddy Magic and Angelo Parker and Daniel Garcia because all the other baby faces, all the all the baby faces are made men. Yeah. And like three or four out of the five sa Jericho Appreciation Society aren't exactly made yet. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, you're right. Totally right. Uh, the only made people in the JAS are Jericho himself and Jake Hager. Yeah, Hager to an extent. I wouldn't even say like fully yet, but that's also because of uh, Hager's schedule, deba. Uh, so there. Yeah. Uh, that's gonna do it for the first half of our double or nothing predictions. We're gonna take another break. When we come back, we'll go through the final five matches, all of them with something up for grabs. But first, here's how you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Shopee. All right. So again, if you are supporting the podcast with your online shopping by taking advantage of the deals that you can get on Shopee, all you got to do is use our affiliate link, podlink.co slash W9X, podlink.co slash the letter W, the number nine, and the letter X. Type that in a mobile browser, add to cart, and check out from the app. And what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Are there any shout-outs on Kumu? Uh, well, not a comment, but uh, people are, are tuning in. So thank you for watching on Kumu. What I mean so that much. Uh, somebody sent a sticker, but I can't find it. So thank you, Naren, for that. Please keep smashing those hearts, uh, letting everyone on Kumu know that you love the wrestling talk. All right. 
Uh, Glendale says he was hoping the my casino battle royale so Claudio could come out if he ever decides to sign with AEW. Dude, have you not seen this card? Are you not exhausted, sir? <laughs> Char, they haven't really. Did they do? Uh, did they do a casino anything last time? Parang hindi ba? I don't remember, but um, like. The TNT Championship is not even on this card. Can we take a minute to, to talk about how absurd the TNT Championship storyline has become? How yeah. is everyone hateable in this story? What the hell? What happened yeah. here? I uh, It's some weird pahul storytelling by TK, and I just don't understand it at all. So I don't. I, I don't know what to say because. I'm just waiting for everyone to get booed because nobody's likable. Sammy is a heel. Uh, Scorpio is a heel. Kazarian aligned with Sammy. So that kind of makes him heelish because he tried to he tried to destroy the TNT championship belt. So I don't understand what the psychology is behind this storytelling. Yeah, I mean, if somebody does in the comment section, please try to explain it to us or try to make sense out of it for us. Because I mean, like we've been talking about this at Discord for a while, and like, I cannot make heads or tails out of this story. I don't know why. And like we've been watching wrestling for almost twenty years, I I don't understand anong nangyari dito. Um. So yeah, uh, I I'm kind of happy, I guess, that the TNT Championship is not featured on Double or Nothing. Um. Yeah, there was a Double or Nothing Battle Royale or Casino Battle Royale last year, but this year, James. Uh, announce and honestly I think we can do without it as well. Yeah, well well casino anything nung revolution, so it's not gonna be a thing. I think they have pretty much uh exhausted or pretty much signed a lot of big stars that they don't need to rely on that device anymore. Yeah. Uh, Glendale, I think yung Scorpio and Sammy story was okay. It just kind of went weird when everybody started acting like a heel. Because nung nag double turn, medyo okay pa eh. I was interested. We were interested, but we were talking about Dan Lambert and how challenging, in a good way, it would be for him to be a babyface manager. But now all of them are just acting like villains. Yeah. So you gets because I know Tony can tell a good story. Like I've seen it before with MJF, CM Punk. Uh, Wardlow, whoever else have you. So I don't understand why he thought this was a good idea and why the people involved thought this was a good idea. Yeah. Um, I also don't think that any of them have earned the shades of gray yet. Uh, but we talked about this on the podcast for years. Now, yes, there are some some characters that justify how they can be baby faces with heelish tendencies or the other way around. Look at Brian Danielson, look at Eddie Kingston. Uh, but the guys in the TNT Championship story, uh, they haven't earned it for me. Mm. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Let's uh, get back to predicting the Double or Nothing card. And let's talk about the Tag Team Championship three-way between Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks, and Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Okay. Uh, this one has been building up on Rampage for the past couple of months. So gets going to where this is coming from. Yeah. Uh conte ng finesse, but uh they have been laying the groundwork. So I don't mind it so much. Uh, it's just one of those things, okay. We need to have the tag team championships on the card, so let's do this. Uh, I hope this is a quick sprint. It is six men in the match after all. Uh just stick in, stick everyone in, have them do all their spots and get their shit in. And I don't know uh, who's going to win. I don't see it. I don't see the Jurassic Express losing unless uh, Christian finally turns on them and costs them the match. At which point I would much. I think I would want to see it on Keith and Swerve. I would want to see it on Hobbs and Starks just because oh, Team Taz yeah. has been taking L after L after L and they need something to look like a credible threat again. Otherwise... Wala, sino yung pag-asa nila? Si Hook lang? Yeah, uh, okay lang din, okay lang din. Uh, now that I think about it, any of these, or any of the two challenging teams can win, and I wouldn't mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if, if it's also raining very hard in your place, I hope you're dry, I hope you're safe. If you're on the road, uh, eyes on the road, all right? Let's go to our next match. 
here in the Double or Nothing card, the women's final. So, hindi pa natin alam kung sino yung Dr. Britt Baker. If it's Ruby Soho or Chris Statlander, uh, that match is happening on Rampage, which is live over the weekend. So, sino to? Ruby or Chris? And who's gonna come out with the women's Owen Cup? Uh, I want it to be Ruby because I don't think they're gonna pull the trigger on Chris just yet. I am just really over Britt Baker at this point. Uh... It was a bad match between uh, Brit and Maki Ito. Uh, I haven't seen, I haven't finished this week's ra- uh, Dynamite just yet, so I couldn't say if it was a good one between Tony and Brit. But uh, I think Ruby Soho is overdue for something nice. So she's my pick. Roman Jay's on to something here. I think it'll be Brit. <laughs> And I think it'll be Adam Cole. And then they're going to fight Sammy and Ty to be the most annoying and insufferable couple in AEW. But at least Adam Cole and Britt Baker, like, they are designed to be couple. And they, did, they didn't turn heel along the way because they ended up being super annoying. I mean, like, uh, Sammy and Ty first started out earnestly and then they just overdid it. So yeah, at least I can expect Brit and Adam Cole to be really annoying. I'm gonna agree with Emil here. Tony Storm did get robbed. Um, I felt na medyo naging walang kwenta yung parang beef that was supposedly brewing between Jamie Hater and Britt Baker. Kung ang kalalabasan lang din is that Britt's gonna advance to the finals. Sayang. Um, I would have wanted Tony Storm to at least make the finals. I I don't really get it anymore. Um, let's go to the men's side. Ito, Adam Cole and Samoa Joe. This is gonna be a long match, isn't it? I don't know, man. Um, I would like to say so, but the tournaments, it the tournament itself hasn't been very uh, long and overblown. Uh, I mean, you can say that about Samoa Joe and Adam Cole. Say this is an NXT matchup, and when yeah. they had their matchup on NXT, it was pretty long. But I don't think it's gonna be NXT main event levels of long. So. Uh, I think we're just going to expect uh, a decent pay-per-view match. That's it. Nothing too fancy. Nothing too ridiculous. Because why would you have one tournament match be better than the other tournament match? Right? Uh, Who do you think is winning the Owen Cup some men? I think Cole is winning the the Owen Cup because Jay Lethal and Co will actually be costing the, costing the tournament for Samoa Joe. I think this is it. And... It does feel like a tournament designed for Cole to win. Yeah, no. Uh, in the same way, now I feel like it's also designed for Brit to win. Uh, even though you know, I I know now you're also over Brit Baker. Uh, question here from Alistair in the comments: Do you think that Jurassic Express has not been the same since Marco Stunt left? No, no man. Uh, the bulk of Jurassic Express, because it was really uh, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Like they only really brought in Marco for some spots, and then uh, so, so super super cameo, super featured player lang siya, That I never really associated Marco stunt with the main unit, so I don't really mind this. I'm gonna be honest here, and I'm gonna say that I don't think malaking kawalan na yeah. uh, Christian Cage took Marco's spot. Um, I. I was just never really into what he brought to Jurassic Express, and it's one of those acts na parang addition by subtraction. Mas nagustuhan ko nung Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus na, but that's me. That's just my opinion. Yeah. And I'm just one guy on the internet. All right, let's go to the Women's World Championship match. It's Thunder Rosa and Serena Deep. So Thunder Rosa oh came out this week. She cut a promo without the face paint, and she tried to put layers on. Her character by introducing herself using her shoot name and all that and that was the follow-up to last week's uh serena d promo which had potential but just probably wasn't uh executed the best way yeah uh what else i mean this this one this entire feud was a huge uphill battle for both women it was just not written well it was going on while the women's Owen Hart Cup was happening, and because Tony Khan apparently still cannot uh, put on more than one women's match on the card, na sacrifice yung ano, sacrifice storytelling Because uh, I don't think the fans really wanted to hear either woman speak. Um, 
they weren't such fans of their mic work and I can understand why even though I didn't feel like it was that bad yeah. um, they were just better off as wrestlers and I much would have rather seen uh, either Thunder Rosa or Serena Deeb just squash women along the way uh, so yeah um, I do think Thunder Rosa is winning this because AEW tends to have long reigns for their big uh, singles championship, so I don't think Rosa is going to lose this one anytime soon. It's also her first uh, title defense at a pay-per-view, so yeah. I, I highly doubt that she's going to win. And oh. I think Serena Deeb's also at a point in her career that she's like a gatekeeper vet, so, which is no disrespect to her. It's just that I think that's her role. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Totally right. Uh, I don't think she is that built around uh, talent that they're looking for in the women's division. Like they got more of those in the women's Owen Hart Cup. No, I actually think Thunder Rosa is that star, that build around star. It's just that I don't think that she's being written the best way possible. Uh, I think yeah, with the yeah. right story, with the right dance partner, she can be that build around star that we've been wanting to see in AEW's women's division. That's right. Okay, guys, let us know in the comments. We'd love to hear from you, especially you know, with AEW Women's Division. Uh, how it has so much potential. We want so much more out of it, but you know, we are where we are. Uh, while you do that, let's get to the main event: Hangman Page versus CM Punk for the AEW World Championship. Rose, sabi mo kanina sa akin na uh, the crowd actually got the root for Hangman after his promo on Dynamite. Yeah, uh, I really, really liked his promo. I think that was the best promo or one of the best promos he's ever cut. I think that was the best promo he's cut as AEW World Champion. Um, I think the last good promo he cut was when he was chasing for the championship, right? Uh, when he was still anxious millennial cowboy. Cowboy, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now he really nailed CM Punk's personality and he really explained back the to CM Punk. And I really dug it. I It was believable to me that he wanted to protect AEW from the likes of CM Punk, who, as we all know, isn't really this completely goody two-shoes character that... Uh, some of us tend to portray him as because he's just a conk, he's just a returning hero. Uh, as we all know, CM Punk, the human being, is still somewhat petty, he's still somewhat emotional, somewhat an angry kind of person. And uh, I like how Hangman pretty much described all of that and saw right through him, so that was pretty cool to me. And uh, I don't actually know who's gonna win this. I say I can really see them going either way. So our uh, viewers in the comment section are all saying the hangman, except for John Christopher, who's rooting for CM Punk. I'm rooting for Hangman Page here, and here's why. Um, I, I hate that it took them until the go home episode to flesh this uh, this out, but I love the symbolism of Hangman being the OG defending AEW against CM Punk, who represents all the big name signees that AEW's had over the last two years. <clears throat> your Adam Coles, your Brian Danielson, CM Punk, all of these guys who came in when AEW was already building momentum, as opposed to Hangman Page, na siyang nagtaguyod talaga ng AEW. He was there at the very first Double or Nothing when all of this began. Na everybody was still saying, "Oh, AEW, just a T-shirt company." You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. like, I, I hate how it took us this long to get to this symbolism. Because imagine if the narrative were already like this to begin with, how much deeper this story would have been. Yeah, and I don't know who to blame here. I don't know if Tony Khan did not understand this before. But uh, when he was feuding with Brian, because Brian was the heel, yeah. and uh, Hangman wasn't a gatekeeper just yet. He was still the young champion trying to prove himself against bigger names. So okay lang that it took them this long to get to this point as long as they got to this point in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I yeah. don't mind it. I still don't know who's going to win. Um, I also now want Hangman to win. Like This might be the first championship defense, championship retaining that he has fully deserved. But I can also see them going CM Punk just to, just to capitalize on the inherent popularity of CM Punk. You know? I mean, right. it's still a thing. It's still pretty much a... He is still pretty much a needle mover for the company. 
I get that. Totally get that. Um, question for you. What do you think about yung promo nila not being in the main event spot? Because my opinion is that they should have saved yung Hangman CM Punk exchange for the very end of the go-home show. Like, you want that to be your last lingering image right before the pay-per-view. And yet they gave us, uh, what, Samoa Joe and Adam Cole? Yeah. Uh, it's a thing with AEW because Tony Khan is actively avoiding all the WWE-isms that uh, they do. So they don't want to end with... Uh, main event promos or vignettes or seg- talking segments. They just want to end with matches. So it's at this point where you really understand the wisdom of tradition. Right? Uh, there is a reason why the champions go on last. And if I were CM Punk, I would be pissed too for not having this go, uh, go on last. But he was pissed a long, long time ago for not going yep. on last. I would champion. be mad. Right? I would be mad at Tony Khan for not putting this championship segment at the very main event. Right? So uh, it's not a good thing to be different when you are actively disrespecting your champions like this. Yeah, uh, I, I think it was a case of being different for the sake of being different. And sometimes there's a reason why the old formula works. Uh, like, you know, pick from what traditionally and actually works in terms of the formula and then where you can break away and separate yourself go break away and separate yourself but stick to the basics sometimes yeah uh since i'm an aaron i don't remember this i i don't think i recalled what hangman said about workers rights what do you say uh i remember your comment but i don't remember the exact wording okay i can't exactly say anything about it right now other than the fact that it's kind of easier for CM Punk to speak from where he's sitting because he's now ascended to a different level of superstardom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's he's still not moving. He's still not doing the work. So what are you really? <laughs> so sayang lang. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that, that's all I'm going to say uh, before I put my foot in my mouth. So there, uh, that's the uh, no, uh, double or nothing card. What do you guys think about it? Let us know. Hit us up at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter or on TikTok with your predictions. We'd love to know what you think about the uh, results as well of Double or Nothing. We're going to be talking about that on our Discord, especially if you are part of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron community. All right, so for this part of the audio-only version, obviously it's like right after the live stream, so malakas pa rin yung ulan dito sa amin. Uh, but we did tell you that we're going to talk about the WWE brand split reportedly being over. So wala pang official announcement from WWE. All we really have is a report coming from Brian Alvarez of the Wrestling Observer. And yung words niya are that WWE's brand split is, and I quote, essentially done. And part of his quote dun sa Wrestling Observer Live is that uh, half of the Raw crew will be on SmackDown this weekend. Na Cody Rhodes will show up. He thinks Seth Rollins will be there. And that, in his words, they are just going to do whatever. End quote. So, what do you think about this idea that the brand split is supposedly over? Uh, you know how some people criticize Dirt Sheets as uh, coming up with theories based on observations and not really uh, and not really reporting actual news or actual actual concepts or developments from backstage i think this is one of them now okay brian alvarez uh, observed the 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 raw roster some of the people from the raw roster were coming over to smackdown and then he assumed I don't think so just yet. I think uh, it's just a matter of them uh, kind of working the two shows together because of whatever reason. But uh, I think they'll be going back to a split roster eventually. Uh, I still have faith in the rumors that say that um, the networks still want their own separate rosters. So, so. I think it's a matter of time before the the championships that were unified end up being separated again. Oh, I just want to get this out there. Now we don't really get emails like internally. Do you know how many Oh, tapos yung brand split or like oh, my brand split. But like so, wala rin ako alam is what I'm trying to say. Um, however, 
normally yung mga rumors na nagkakatotoo, yun yung usually merong dinadagdag na one source from the locker room or one back, backstage source said blah, blah, blah. Or like, see, the, the Reddit spoiler guy, I forget what, what their username or their flair is. But usually when they say something, dun ako na, uh, napapa, ah, okay, baka nga mangyari to. But itong report ni Brian Alvarez diba? mismo, wala eh, wala talaga. Yeah. Parang haka-haka lang talaga eh. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't jump the gun just yet. Uh, it's uh, one of those things that you literally have to let play out. Because it's just one part that is being shown to us. We don't know the whole story just yet. We don't know what the main plans are just yet. So if you're worried about the brand split being over, uh, just keep watching for now. Yeah, yeah. Keep watching for now. And I think... I'd rather see muna kung paano magpa-play out yung storyline ng Bloodline. Yeah, yun pa, yun pa. And I think they've got a few more or a couple more months of that going on. So I know some people are kind of tired of it already. Like Admin Jackie, I know she's tired of the whole Bloodline dominance. Pero uh, you do have to write a big faction as being dominant talaga, for them to be a serious force. So without that, they are just as good as any other, uh, uh, you know, wishy-washy unit that doesn't do much. Right? So um, it's good for them, and we kind of have to grin and bear it for a little while. So if they uh, go on for a lot longer, that's when you can start really, really complaining about it. But this is right now a necessary evil. Yeah, it's kind of like how Triple H was the forever champion between 02 and 04. Uh, uh, for older fans of the Ruthless Aggression era, diba? Um, that's how I got introduced to the World Heavyweight Championship. Lagi siyang naki Triple H. And nakakaburat whenever Triple H would retain, uh, especially with the help of Evolution. So when Chris Benoit finally won it at the main event of WrestleMania 20, it felt like such a big deal. And when he got a relatively long run, it felt very different. Because finally, Triple H is no longer the forever champion. And I think... Given the era that we're in, Roman Reigns is obviously in that spot. I can still, I can still bear to have him as the forever champion because I'm now in anticipation of that guy who's going to topple him down, whether that's Cody or Drew McIntyre or whoever they put in front of him. Yeah, so I'm sure uh, with Roman wanting a lighter schedule, uh, it's bound to happen sooner than later. And I sooner might be a few months or... Uh, Till next WrestleMania or whatever, but it is gonna happen and all things will pass. Yeah, we're not living in the era of Bruno San Martino where he's gonna be champion for eight years. Uh, <laughs> like we're we're way past that. Um I think if you adjust for inflation, Tong Rainy Roman is what, like a good ten years worth now or whatever, right? Yeah. Cha uh he is actually kind of evolving to a point where people are actually liking his stick. Because uh, when he says city name, acknowledge me, they actually love that. And yeah. um, when people say, when uh, the Uso say we the ones, everyone raises their fingers. Uh, so um, even though it's a long run, I think they are doing their best to evolve and actually make it more palatable to fans, which is something Triple H never did. I want to see uh, Roman Reigns or, or maybe the entire bloodline by extension turn face habang champion sila. Like how CM Punk turned heel in the middle of his long championship run or see AJ Styles but he had that year-long championship run and he went from heel to face at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's going to happen soon because yeah, he's getting more popular. So uh, again, a matter of patience. I think that's uh, something that wrestling fans in this day and age have been losing because of all the content you can go through, all the options you you have to, uh, to check out. Diba? So I don't know, dude. Patience. We were impatient ourselves like a decade ago. Yeah, yeah. Pero, but we didn't have uh, that other option, you know? So it's easier to it's easier to check out now, I believe, from the from the WWE narrative, I think. And uh, we should be rewarded for sticking with it all those years ago. One thing I will say is that for all of you listeners who are getting impatient now, I I, I can bet you nah. Uh, the minute somebody wins the championship away from the bloodline, you'll be like, oh, I miss it now when the bloodline was like forever champion. Uh, that's baha, gonna happen. Baha di niyo pa magustuhan yung yung tatalo kay Roman, di ba? 
yeah, whoever that is, uh, whether it's like you know, Drew or Cody or uh, hell, Sami Zayn, right? They'll be ah, no, I wish Roman Reigns is still champion. I think it's it's human nature, naman talaga. So I hope na uh, we just enjoy it while it lasts. So I'm still enjoying the Bloodline run just because of all the jokes. Uh, whenever I'm at a dinner with friends, whoever's at the head of the table, I just acknowledge them, whether they get it or not. I, I just get a kick out of it. <laughs> you mark. All right. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so there. Um, let us know what you think about the brand split reportedly being done according to the Wrestling Observer, whether you believe it or you feel like, nah, I'm, I'm only going to believe it when I see it. Again, it is at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter and on TikTok. Or if you want to hit, hit us up individually and just chat with us on Twitter, go right ahead as well. Let's get to our picks of the week. And I'm going to start with mine, which is Shinsuke Nakamura versus Sami Zayn on SmackDown. Quick TV match, hindi yung parang yung NXT TakeOver match nila from six years ago, but that's okay, given where they are in their respective careers. I still thought it was fun. I still thought that they told a great story. And I, uh, as much as, Ro, I know you're enjoying the Ezekiel storyline. Oh, I'm enjoying Sammy being a bootlicker for the bloodline. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, you see the picture of young Sami Zayn yes. with, the young, with the young bloodline. <laughs> Sobra nakakatawa. So like, that's my favorite story on SmackDown right now. Just Sami being the absolute little shit, uh, just kissing the bloodline's ass. <laughs> yeah, uh, my pick of the week is from last week's Rampage. Red Velvet versus Chris Statlander. Chris is a build-around woman in their division waiting to happen. So when she gets that push, and she is deserving of that push, she will be an important part of the AEW Women's Division as long as they keep her around. And when Tony Khan finally figures out how to book more women on the show. you know, And also... Uh, <laughs> Another pick, um, a little honorable mention, Ikemenjiro versus Von Wagner from NXT. That was pretty fun. All right. Let's go to the comment section. Roman J picks the Bloodline post-match beatdown on RK Bro, which made the little boys cry. Yeah, I think, I hope now that's this generation's version of Angry Miz Girl. Um, James Andre picks Hangman Page to win at Double or Nothing. Julian picks Riddle's promo and the Punk Hangman Exchange. Uh, Bruce picks the Matt Riddle promo on Raw and the audio-only episode natin for this week, which if you haven't checked out yet, please go give it a listen. It's 10 things we didn't expect to see in wrestling at all. Uh, Emil picks Jungle Boy versus Swerve versus Ricky Starks from Dynamite Kanina. Glendale picks a couple of matches from this year's BOSJ. Kuya Robbie versus Kuya TJP and Alex Zane versus Ace Austin along with uh, Riddle's promo and yung, uh, the, the TikTok guy who was reenacting WWE entrances. Uh, I've been seeing that. Alan picks Doki versus ELP and Robbie versus TJP and Zayn versus Austin. Jackie picks Wheeler Yuta versus Robbie Eagles, which Ro picked last week. Uh, Aaron picks Wardlow versus Sean Spears. Sobrang sapol ng chair shot kay MJF. So yeah, <laughs> don't try that at home. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty problematic if you ask me. Um, Adam and Angelo picks uh, Robbie versus TJP and yung steel cage match from Dynamite Kanina. Uh, James is asking, Kailan mangyayari yung laban ni na Roman and Shinsuke? I don't know, but they still did reference it on SmackDown this past weekend. So sana mapick up ulit kite on a random SmackDown on the way to the next uh, premium live event. So there, those are our picks. Meron ba sa Kumu? Wala, wala. Wala. All right. Uh, kung wala na sa Kumu, is there anything that you want to let our listeners check out? Uh, again, multisport.ph. Um, I have... Oh, wait. Let me check if it is up real quick. Uh, if it is, it is a article on how to... Um, how to talk down, how to tr- train for longevity and to protect your body from injury. So uh, for older people, there's that. It comes out tomorrow, I believe, at multispart.ph. Again, promoting MWF on Gank, ganknow.com slash Manila Wrestling Fed. Or you can just go to manilawrestling.com for a link tree of all their uh, appropriate relevant links. Uh, Again, if you haven't heard by now, I am the new caller commentator for MWF. Bakas date kayo for this for this show where we talked about it kanina. And go follow us on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod. We are trying to get back to doing at least one video a day para lumago yung ating follower base. All right. Uh, for me, go check out 
Chinese by Blood, Filipino by Heart Season 2. That is a Chinoy TV documentary series on CNN Philippines. Sundays at 8pm. Uh, I, I am one of the resource persons once again for this season. So uh, go check that out. If you want the on-demand version, that's uh, Facebook and YouTube ng Chinoy TV. Wednesdays at 8pm in the upload. And then On Deck with Stan C, new episode out on... Uh, my mailbag episode. That's what I did for this week. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, if you have any questions about Radio Life, I'm also doing Twitter Spaces now. Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Go check that out. And individually, it's at Rowis War, at China Supersized, at Monday Night Rowan, and at underscore Stan C. Uh, yes, alam ko na malakas ang ulan kaya naririnig yun din sa mic. That's how you know. Sobrang lakas ang ulan at sobrang lakas ng pickup ng mic. Right. Thank you very much to Babyface producer Al uh, behind the scenes and everybody at PNA who's been really do, uh, doing all the really good work for us as well. Um, on behalf of Romaran, my name is Stan C saying thank you very much for joining us sa live stream. We'll catch you at the Double or Nothing Watch Party. Ingat kayo lahat. Keep your masks on. Get your vaccines and boosters if and when you can. And Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, out. Bye-bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.